1: and broadcasting around the world this is the cigar authority transmitting since 2010 the cigar Authority is the longest lasting cigar podcast ever grab a cigar and light him up light him up light him up this is the cigar authority
2: light' em up light him up light' em up everybody Saturday February 3rd 2023 2024. I did that last week. Two weeks in a row. It's February, and I'm still saying 2023. That's enough. It's 2024.
3: Have you written any checks
2: with the wrong date on them? I'm sure. But I wrote it on the show notes wrong also, so that's enough. A month of putting the wrong year down is enough. Uh, today, a uh, favorite amongst cigar manufacturers usually is the annual prediction show, and that's what we're going to do. I'm going to do it without Ed. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority.
3: You're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 14th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcasts by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at the cigar Authority. Dot com. Ed Sullivan is smoking cigars somewhere else today. St. Lucia. St. Lucia.
2: Okay. I haven't been there. You been there? No. St. Lucia? Nothing? I don't go anywhere. With us is Chrissy
0: Boom Boom filling in.
2: Hi. Uh, for, for Ed's vacation. They still calling you Boom Boom? Not really. It didn't, tick, it didn't catch.
0: It was with a different band. Oh. It was yeah. a different band. It's a different iteration of my life. You All know, right. All
2: right. So Chrissy is not just a producer for The Ash Hole. She is a performer. And uh, she, plus Mm. she was the bartender for the New England Cigar Expo. If you were there, favorite bartender. Excuse
0: me. All right. (laughs) So, so for coming,
2: we're getting all the details. We should have a lot of details by next week. Nice. So, uh, it's starting. Everything's starting to connect. So we'll see. And, Exciting. Yeah. Uh, she's also on the show, the voice of the Hot Cakes commercial. When you hear some good singing going on, that's there as opposed <laughs> as opposed to the others. So uh, you'll hear that, I think, in the first break. Is Hot Cakes. Nice. I think so. Yeah. Think so. so we'll hear that. But nice. uh, let's do it. Let's uh, start the show off because I got a lot of predictions to get to. Uh, let's smoke the first cigar of the day.
3: Well, Dave, our, today's first cigar is the Asylum 13 13- Fifty. It's manufactured in Nicaragua by CLE Cigars. The size that we're smoking is a five x fifty Robusto. Do you see what they did there? The fifty. Asylum thirteen fifty. Do you know what they call the eighty ring gauge one? The eighty. Yes. Yes.
2: I like that. I like it. Make it easy for me. The
3: only one that's different, but it's still an English name. Uh, you know, it's in English. Is the ogre the seven x seventy ogre? But you look at it, you say it, yeah, you'd see it. You yeah, see it. You see it's
2: ogre. It's easy.
3: The wrapper is Nicaraguan Habano. The binders and fillers are both sourced from Nicaragua. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package. A single will set you back $8.19 and a box of Get This 50. Yeah. Asylum 1350. A box of 50. 50. The dots are connected. It, yeah. You love this. I do. It's $359.99, dropping the single price down to just $7.20 on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try two That's the number two guys
2: There is a value cigar right there. A value cigar. And you, you don't look at an asylum as a value cigar because of the big ring gauges and stuff, which it, it is a value cigar, even, even with big the big ring ones, gauges. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. is the only asylum that I smoke on the regular. The other ones are not for me, too big. But they're huge sellers, and they continue to be huge sellers. Uh, But this one's a regular one for me. You you notice this is where my price is, where I'm most comfortable, right? You're a cheap bastard. Yeah. To myself. (laughs) It's uh, time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all of the brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, in excellence. Excellence. Yeah, Friday, I usually light up an Atabay at the end of the day. I did a Byron this week, mm. the Venenciano
3: Yeah, I saw that. torpedo
2: was fabulous. You gave me one too,
3: so <sighs> it was good.
2: But that's my Friday. Not that, like Friday, it's the end of the week. It's not the end of the week. I work every day. I'm here. It's Saturday. I'm still here. But I don't know. It's other people's end of the week, so I celebrate. You
3: celebrate. A little barnyard on the cold draw. And maybe salt free salt and vinegar chips. No such thing.
0: So just vinegar chips?
3: No, no no. no, no. No, 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 <laughs> The salt has been removed.
0: What's, what's the matter with sort of sort So they put salt of sort of they of sort and sort of sort of sort of sort the sort of the of sort of wizardry of this? of Quick shout out too. We got Alex Velez in the chat room on Facebook, wanting us to give a uh, shout out to all the paramedics and first responders working today in New Jersey. Why?
2: Why? Especially today? Any reason? Yeah, oh, he, just because he asked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: Because we're on the air.
3: Shout out to you, first responders in there New you Jersey go.
0: and everywhere else. Though I mean, come <clears throat> on,
3: first responders. All right, we're going to light our cigar today with the uh, Drone by Vertigo. The Drone by Vertigo features single action, which, by the way. There was a commercial done by uh, Ron Malendi. Yeah, I know Ron. He works apparently for the folks at Lotus and Vertigo. And I saw a commercial that he did on Alan Gold's Facebook page. And he's talking about the lighters. And you know what he calls this kind of lighter? What? Single action, just like me. All right. He did forget to say did big ass tank. But. Ron,
2: Ron was a retailer in New York for many many years, and then he was the New Hampshire uh, New York uh, Association and a good man. He's he is is a good man. With, now I, it, with. it
3: appears that he's with them. It didn't. There well, was no announcement that I saw. I just okay. saw him doing the pitch on the lighters.
0: Ron Burgundy.
3: Melendi. Melendi.
0: Cool. cool. Uh, the
3: drone by Vertigo is single action. It has two jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank at the bottom. Easy adjustment, football bullet punch, and on the side a fuel window. All for the low price of 19.99. Now this gives me an opportunity here. If you'll indulge me, this is a lighter where in the the acronym Ghost, which stands for gas, making sure you have premium okay. fluid. Hanging the lighter upside down when you're filling it making sure that your jets are clear and that your intake valves are open so you get plenty of oxygen, that you have spark. And then the last one is timing. And this is a lighter that you could ignite too quickly or yes. try to ignite too quickly, and it'll appear that it's not working. It's a lighter that is a slower click, and it will ignite every time if you click it a little slower. You saw... That, I saw that, you do it. Yeah, you saw me do yeah. it.
2: So that was good you ended up saying that. Uh, good cigar. Good cigar, but it's a shame that it's going to be sold off. No, I'll, I'll see uh, if they end up in my predictions, but uh, they're not here at the beginning of it. Um, so Ed Sullivan is away. Um, he would have lots to say about my predictions. Um, he's probably listening. Well, he, if he's hearing this right now, he's listening maybe on his way home or whatever. He's going to eventually listen to it one time. Well, if he's or listening, another. he's not live. listening live.
3: If he's listening live, it's going to be a different time for him, yeah. where he is, I'm sure.
2: And I don't see him. I'm looking at at the Facebook right now. I don't see him there. So uh, anyway, he'd have a lot to say, and he'll say it next week. Um, he's on the beach or something getting sunburned, right? He would get
3: sunburned, right? I don't picture him as a tanner. no. Yeah, he's getting. I bet he has one of Definitely those. Not. Yeah, he's he's br- not. He's not. He's burning. He's, he's a wife. He's got yeah. one of those big, wide brimmed hats, I bet, yeah. to yeah. keep the, the sun off his dome. Yeah. Because he goes on these
2: island things often. He goes wherever he his wife it. tells him. Yeah,
0: that's it. Yeah, he's not overly tanned, is he? So no. he obviously either keeps out or keeps well. Uh, so why,
2: why go if, if you're not chasing well, the sun he wants to right? share
3: his glow in the dark yeah. complexion with yeah. people all, all over the world. He's
2: mm-hmm. underneath the, the tree over there. Sweat and smoke it, <laughs> smoking a cigar, I guess.
0: So, to answer your question from before, apparently you have a lot of first responders that are avid cigar smokers, hence the shout oh. out. This
2: is okay. F- I yeah. was just wondering if today was a one of those, you know, special days. Oh, yeah, of, yeah, something that I, that I didn't know about, but yeah, first responders' day is there such a thing?
0: Huh. they just be. like cigars, but, apparently. So, yeah, good, good for and us. I like them.
2: <laughs> All right, this is the prediction show. Uh, mergers and acquisitions mostly for 2024 Um, a big year for acquisitions I think Um, I have 16 of them and I have six mergers so 22 predictions in all Uh, let me start by saying none of this is true these are predictions only conspiracy theories predictions educated guesses into the future of the cigar industry because I do this. And, and allegedly. I, yeah. But I, I, I've done it, and then they call me up and say, that's not true. I know it's not true. It's not true. I'm saying it's not true, and I'll say it many times during the air, but I can't say it every sentence.
3: An awful lot of them end up miraculously becoming true. Yes. but Yes. It's a hypothesis. Educated guess based
2: on the current industry climate as I see it. Um, I've been correct a lot of times, but mostly wrong. Uh, But when I get it right, it gets a little scary. It's like you knew, and I don't know anything. Anything Um, accurate? You know a lot. Yeah. I've been told by some that I've heard it um, while it was in negotiations and stuff. Not true. But it's, you know, they're hearing it now, and they know it's happening. And then they say, what does he know? He he doesn't know anything. We had
3: this conversation in your office yesterday about people. You're older than I am. And I still am giving people the benefit of the doubt. Yes. And when someone shows you a red flag, you go, nope,
2: yeah. they're out.
3: Yeah. And I'm like, oh, maybe they're trying. Well, yeah, you like, seen that absolutely not. And I haven't been burned enough times. You yes, have. Correct. So, That's the thing about older people, right? In the, in the case of a merger and an acquisition, you've seen what the companies do prior to the acquisition or when they're in acquisition mode, and then you start looking for who they want to acquire or who is going to acquire them. Absolutely. I see things, now that the social
2: media, it's even easier. Because you start seeing people posting pictures of people together and stuff. Before, I, I would go to these third world countries and see them. Right. And then say, oh, something's going on here. Why is this person with that person? And why, you know, are they away from... If you, you don't
3: know? say it, I have one. All right. That I had a little bird told me and I can't divulge my sources. All
2: right. Sometimes a bird whispers in my ear, too. But I don't know anything. Uh, it's every- not like I
3: have a man on the street or anything. I don't have any reporters oh, I that work reporters. for me.
2: We'll get to that in the All after right. show. Uh, everything is global. Uh, I predicted last year the same thing, but it didn't happen yet. So I'm going to go for it again because I feel confident that this is true. Um, with the small number of Cuban cigars produced and the global growth of premium cigars in the past five years – Big European corporations are in acquisition mode already, and we ain't seen nothing yet. last couple of years, we saw a Scandinavian Tobacco Group, that's STG, the global leader in cigars, with a portfolio containing 200 leading cigar brands, including General Cigar and Forge brands, such as Macanudo, La Gloria Cubana, and in the U.S., Cohiba. They are publicly traded. So not a lot of secrets when it comes to a company like this. They have to divulge their information. So I get to look at this stuff. And direct-to-consumer, they're in Cigars International, Thompson Cigars, and lots of others. They own direct-to-consumer. They own lots and lots of aspects of the cigar industry. In the past decade, they bought, in 2014, Tarano Cigars. That was a swing and a miss. I don't know what they did with that. In 2018, they bought Thompson, direct-to-consumer, and Peterson Pipes. In 2020, they bought Royal Agio. In 2021, they bought a company called Cigaro Italiano, which is a competitor of Toscano. I haven't seen a lot there yet. 2022, Room 101. And in 2023, Alec Bradley and the Nicotine Punch pouch company called XQS should be no surprise that they are going to continue in the art of acquisition. As it continues, STG will acquire Davidoff worldwide. And why? Worldwide luxury brand is what STD, STG doesn't have. They do not have a worldwide because Cohiba, which is a luxury brand is only for the U.S. Cohiba is owned by Altadis or whatever that company is now, um, Habanos uh, and whoever else that is. Uh, this will be a big one, but not their only one for 2024. Number two is STG to acquire Southern Draw. Southern Draw, small company. It will be sold through Forged. Uh, Last year, I told you about Alec Bradley, which was a guess. It came true. This will not be a surprise to me if they end up doing it. We know that Southern Draw was looking for... Um, Distribution? It, no, they were looking for somebody to buy in. They were looking for partners. Uh, they came right out and said it a couple of years ago. Everything got quiet. They stopped asking. That's because SDG is buying it, and it takes that long for that for something like that to end up taking place. So,
3: Why would they have their eye on such a small player?
2: They're like the only person left carrying the brand. Ah. So that brand was, was moving. It was starting to be something. And um, all of a sudden, um, COVID happens, and there's a slowdown with the brand. Then they're asking for investors, and then they stopped asking, and then... All of a sudden, you see retails stop carrying it and uh, heavy online at their direct to consumer outlets. So there's STG uh, taking Davidoff high end and the little boutique brand uh, Southern Draw. Uh, but what else do we have here? Number three Placentia
3: to be sold could be one of two big companies Placentia. Now, when you say be sold, are you talking about the cigar side, or are you talking about the tobacco growing, or are you talking about both? Everything. The whole the whole company, caboodle. The
2: whole family thing, and we got a little into that last week of who the Placentias are and all that stuff, leading up to, okay, family company all these years. Do you remember who it was? Six Toes. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> yes. He said the guy had six toes, and that's how, you, how I remember that's a, you put that in your mind, and you never forget. Six-toe, right? Six-toe. Um, anyway, uh, placentia to be sold. It could be one of the two. Number one would be Daniman. Daniman from 1872. It's a German cigarillo company. They have Moods as one of their brands. Daniman Moods is a European giant. They want to be stronger in the U.S., plus they want a luxury brand Plus, they want access to lots of tobacco, and this would be the big one. They'd get it all if they end up doing it. They have the kind of money to end up pulling it off. Most people don't know who they are. I understand in the premium market, but you didn't know who Jay Cortez was when they bought Oliva. Oliva, And you didn't know who STG was when they bought General Cigar or when they came in and bought um, CAO Henry Winterman's and these European giants. So look into who this Danaman company is and see that – they would get uh, a lot of problems solved all at once of cigar brands manufacturing and hard enough to get to tobacco for them, where they sell billions of units, by the way, worldwide. Sure. Uh, Danneman acquires Placentia, and they're all set if they end up doing
3: that. If a company like that buys Placentia, do they continue selling tobacco to other cigar companies, or do you think they keep it all for themselves? I don't know if they could keep it all
2: for themselves yet, but if they plan on growing, they, they, they could sell some year, for, for some years while they're building the infrastructure to say, okay, we can, we're can. we just going to handle ourselves much like a prodomo and say, okay, I'm not selling any of it. And that would be a big trouble for everybody if Placentia was sold, that everybody would shit their pants because everybody carries tobacco from them. Right. And it's hard enough getting tobacco. Imagine if that ended up happening.
3: Well, a company like Aganorsa would end up having to fill that space.
2: Could, could they grow to be able to
3: handle, double up basically? Um, that's a one-two well, punch right if there. It, if the uh, folks at Placentia sell off, and you're saying they would sell tobacco for a couple of years, yeah. Aganorsa certainly has the ability and the financing to be able to double up or triple up. And fill that void. Possibly. Possibly. Now, I said it could be sold to one of
2: two. The second one that would buy them, this is the same Placencia being sold, and maybe the bidding war has happened, but top people from Altadis worldwide, including the Habanos people that nobody's ever seen. Well, there was a picture on Facebook just last week, two weeks ago, and there they were the placencia is with them. That's interesting. And I said, what is this? This is the China. This is the, ch- the people from China.
3: Well, because we've known for years that to supplement their poor growing, that Cuba has reached out to Nicaragua to get tobacco yeah. in the past. And they're still struggling to grow. So
2: it could be tobacco. And, and or this could other. Be, let's
3: just buy you out. This other company certainly has the money. Yep. To be able to grab a uh, tobacco producing company. Imagine
2: if they ever bought that. Oh my God. So Cuba would own Placencia
3: basically for tobacco and their, po- <coughs> their problem is solved. There'd be no such thing as a Cuban Puro anymore, except on paper.
2: Yeah. Well, they could possibly keep some brands and say that'll be there, but the, the you know, you always think of. Everything in Cuba is their own stuff, and they can't make enough tobacco and can't make it good enough. So they have these guys just buy the biggest grower out and say, okay, we're all set, and they got the next 100 years all set for them. Big play, right? That's a big play. Big play. So uh, that's the first four of them right now. It's time for the question of the week, and that's brought to you by Dunbot Tobacco and Trust. (laughs)
4: It's time for the Question of the Week, brought to you by Dunbarton Tobacco & Trust. Makers of Sobremesa, Mesa, Rita, Sin Compromiso, Huestra de Saca,
3: and a whole bunch of other cigars that don't suck. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of the Authority.com And Brian writes, Dear Cigar Authority... I've been listening to your show for a couple of years now and recently started going back a few years into your catalog. Don't go much further than that. Yeah. I know you brought up box aging a few times, but I'm wondering if you can clarify what is currently the best method to store or age full boxes of cigars. Specifically, is it still the best practice to store in the original sealed box? Please correct me if I'm wrong, but the wrap on the outside of the box is plastic, not cellophane, so not only would you get the terrarium effect to some extent, but you're also letting your cigars marry uh, with the paper, ink, wood, and wood glue. Wouldn't you get a better outcome aging in a cedar box or designating a desktop humidor for a particular cigar you want to age? I'm going to stop there for a second. Uh, the terrarium effect is true, uh, that that can happen in cigars that are sealed in the fake cellophane. It's not really cellophane, it's cellophane-like. Which is a um plastic. It's what's the oil based, uh petroleum based plastic. Whereas if it were real cellophane, it does breathe. So the easiest way to know on that is to break off a piece and burn it. If it smells like burning plastic, it's plastic. If it smells like burning wood, then it's Well you can see how it cellophane. burns too. If it melts,
2: it's plastic. Right. And if it lights on fire and burns, it kind of disappears. Correct. Yeah. Um, that'll go for the cellophane or whatever
3: it is around your cigar. And there's, there, there is a thought process around the cellophane on the outside of the box does not give you a perfect, perfect seal. So if you were doing a dry box protocol, you could leave that cellophane on and slow down the moisture release out of those cigars. So it happens very slowly and you'd be less likely to get the wrinkles on the outside wrapper is one thought. Uh, but the most recent one in my conversations with Nelson Alfonso from Selected Tobacco is remove the cellophane completely because the box itself has enough seal to keep that um, release of moisture slowed down enough to allow for you to get your dry box dry and then rehumidify. Okay. Does he go on? He does. I recall you asking a cigar manufacturer on your show if it was better to age with or without the plastic on the box, and they said without which rang true to me, but I recall you guys being surprised. I would also think going a step further by removing the cigars from the cigar box, unless it's cedar lined, is mostly absent of ink, glue, etc. Not a whole lot of ink on the boxes that they have to be worried about. If the boxes are painted, that, that can be an issue yeah. if you can smell the paint. Um, what was the other thing that I thought of here? Rang true to me, step further. Oh, removing the cigars. Typically, the manufacturer has done all the experimentation on the wood used to seal those cigars in. So, for example, I've done aging with Aladino cigars in an Aladino Corojo Reserve box for a a full year of dry boxing and rehydrating, and the cigars were terrible because the box that they use for that particular style of cigar is not cedar-lined, whereas the Aladino Corojo Reserve gets better— up to two years, about a year and a half, and then it gets 2 cedary inside that cedar box. So I would trust the manufacturer to store the cigars in a box that is correct for aging. And that's that. There we go.
4: now Dunbarton Tobacco Trust expressly disclaims any liability for the answers provided with no guarantees of accuracy or usefulness except that our cigars don't suck. All right.
2: That is an important thing that you just put, Chrissy, because Steve is screaming right now and saying that's bullshit what he said. He said something wrong or whatever it was. I don't know what the answer would be, but that that, that is the perfect example <laughs> why. He has a disclaimer. He has that disclaimer. So we'll we'll always remember to to run it, Steve. Don't worry. Not that I see anything
3: wrong with what Jonathan said, but I'm sure you do. Listen, aging cigars is sort of a fluid thing. As those of us that age do our experiments, from myself anyway, I report on the show what I'm finding. So whatever I'm telling you is what I'm finding with the cigars that I'm aging someone else may have a different experience and they may be aging different cigars and and find another way to do it.
2: Tell us what you find. And I like hearing somebody else's experiment. Absolutely. And and see it. Okay, so I got four down so far. I told you that um, I am predicting STG will acquire Davidoff Worldwide. That will happen this year. STG will also acquire Southern Draw. That will happen this year. Plasencia will be sold. It'll be to one of two companies. It'll either be Daniman... Uh, which will be a big deal if that ends up happening for them, or maybe a bigger deal if um, Placentia is sold to Habanos um, or whatever word they call themselves now, the China company, uh, if that ends up happening. So there's the first four. I got lots more to go to. What did I say I have? My God, 16 of them. So that's just four of them. But early thoughts here on uh, Asylum 13, which, by the way, all the talking I did.
3: Still it. You, Love if, it! If you had hot chocolate on your side of the desk, yeah, and I was eating an unsalted pretzel, but I could smell your hot chocolate. Yes, that's what I'm getting on this. Cigar. Not bad, not bad. Little little lightly dusted chocolate on a
2: on a pretzel is what I'm I'm, I'm putting it together. Not
0: so now the vinegar has gone. The chip is a pretzel. You guys chip are, is a problem,
3: but that was still I was yeah. unlit. That was unlit. <laughs> it's still crunchy, oh,
0: okay.
3: but right. it has maintained its crunch. You got salt on that? Unsalted for me. Still, yeah. still unsalted. Yeah, it's a little saltier.
2: It's not with the big <laughs> chunks of salt that you got to break off the those thick salted things. Yeah, and, yeah. They're what's like, with that? Who, oh. Nobody likes that, right? Yeah, All yeah, that hits the roof of your yeah. mouth, and then yeah. when you. Have they still make it. It's been it around, around for years.
0: Maybe because it looks cool. I don't know, I don't but know. it's
2: way too much. Yeah. It's, but it still exists. Got so. it kind of back world. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll see who the pretzel people end up selling to when we come <laughs> back. We're going to take a break. When we come back, lots more acquisitions and some mergers too. Uh, this is the prediction show of 2024. We're live in the Toscano soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. in the shop called El Baton, El Baton, El Baton. There's a cigar in the shop called El Baton, cut and light one now. El Baton cigars are handmade premium cigars from Nicaragua, created by the J.C. Newman Cigar Company. Expect a smooth, hearty smoke with a little spice and a great value. There's a cigar in the shop called Elbaton, Elbaton, Elbaton. There's a cigar in the shop called Elbaton. Cut and light one
5: now.
3: In a world. Where the open road calls to the adventures, there is a cigar that pays tribute to a journey of resilience and determination. Introducing the Christoph Guardrails Cigar, a testament to the indomitable spirit of its founder, Glenn Case. The Guardrails Blend takes you on a captivating
4: journey through the world's finest tobacco regions. Brazilian Maduro, Dominican binder, and a unique touch of Zimbabwe. This medium to full-bodied cigar offers a variety of flavors that will delight your
2: senses. With notes of caramel, the smoothness of French roast coffee,
3: and the allure of dry cocoa, the guardrail's complexity is unmatched. Whether you're celebrating life's victories or savoring moments of camaraderie, the Christoph Guardrail Cigar brings people together with its unforgettable flavor and creamy finish. Take your taste buds on a ride they won't
4: forget. Experience the Christoph Guardrail Cigar today.
2: Kristoff Cigars, take them for a ride.
6: Since 1964, Padrón cigars have had the same mission with over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy. The Padrón family understands the significance of time. Padrón delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padrón recipe was born. The Padrón mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not
2: Hello, this is Huster Aurora from Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa black, white, and red. West Tampa Cigars, it's passion with a purpose. Welcome back, everybody. We are in the annual prediction show, and we've got a whole bunch of predictions to get to, and I'm going to go right to it. And uh, who remembers Marvin Samuel?
3: He was uh, the partner for Drew Estate. He was. He's the former owner of Drew
2: Estate, his original partner, Jonathan Drew. And he's uh, one of those guys who got in the cigar industry, stayed here for a long time, and then 10 years ago sold the company and stayed out. But I always say they never stay out. They never stay out. He wrote a movie called I, Mordecai. Did you see it? No. You have to see it. Yeah. So I think it's on one of those... um, Streaming services? Yeah. It's terrible. I don't know which one, but there's so many of them. But I, Mordecai, the letter I, and then Mordecai, which is his father's name. It's his father trying to go get an iPhone. And then he has to learn how to use it and it's pretty interesting. He's an old guy, and he has all... sounds like you it sounds watching like a movie about Ken yourself. Rich. Yes.
3: It's Why a, would I want to do that? I uh, live this every
2: day. It's an awesome movie. I, when I tell you, well done, that's what he did. He got his money, and he wrote a movie about his father, and he's in it. Um, Marvin's in it, uh, but not playing himself. He's got a little bit role or whatever, and he's got somebody playing himself and somebody playing his father. Judd Hirsch, remember him from... Um, What was he on? Judd Hirsch. Uh, Taxi. um, And then um, he did another big show or something. He's been around a long time. But top, top people in a top produced show with a good storyline. Laugh out loud. There's some cigar stuff in it. You need to see it. I'm Mordecai. But anyway, uh, I see him uh, leave the cigar world and get back into the cigar industry this year. Um, He's now in his 50s. And a startup, I think, would take too long for him to start from scratch. We've seen it happen, but man, he's got money. Why doesn't he just buy somebody else? That's what I think is going to end up happening. He's Who's got he going to buy?
7: Doing.
2: Southern uh, Draw's already taken. Correct. So he's a, he lives in the Miami area now. He buys a Miami company that has a product that was similar to what he was selling, which is Tatiana, a flavored cigar. He ends up buying Miami cigar for the Tatiana brand, along with he gets Nesta Miranda, and he gets Don Lino, and he gets the other stuff too. He stays where he is in Miami, and Nesta's getting older, although, boy, he was a young man at the New England Cigar Expo for sure, but he just turned 80. And uh, maybe Nesta had the plan, okay, I'll go to 80 and then maybe sell the company off. Again, I don't know anything. Let me preface that again. I'm making this up. It's interesting. Um, But Marvin says, okay, I can get
3: in here relatively low cost. Don't you think it's a bit of a risk buying? Well, he's getting the other cigars too, but buying into the flavored segment right now is very scary. I'll tell you, when this FDA thing was going on, Marvin
2: moved to washington dc and lived there literally lived in washington dc because he was fighting this so much so he understands what's going on and if he sees any glimmer of hope and he'd be able to get it cheap because they're probably worried about it it going away too it's the bulk of miami cigars is tatiana but he's got the other stuff too and he says okay i'll be able to stay here this guy's looking to get out here it is here it's near the house I want to get my foot back in the door. I can come out with my own brands, too. You have the relationships already built with the different manufacturers. It would be a lot easier than starting from day one selling the first cigar, I think. I agree. So uh, that's um, Marvin Samuel, which I know a lot of people don't even know who he is, but you understand the background of it. Um, you're going to see him come back, and um, you know, instead of making another movie, he – he saw that Hollywood is rough on people, and you got to He made a great movie, and it was not a blockbuster, famous like nobody even knows it's there type of thing. Direct to um, streaming
3: service. streaming
2: services. It, it's not easy, and he, he got top people and everything, but you got to. Know somebody? You got to do something special that happens there. So um, he ends up buying Miami cigar and and uh, hangs on to Nesta. Nesta
3: has a job for the rest of his life. Says you want to be here, it's okay. Nesta uh, becomes the new Avo. Yes, touring around. There we go, doing his thing. Because there's boxes. a brand, Nesta
2: Miranda, and he's Nesta
3: Miranda. He becomes yeah. the Avo exactly. Where's the bell? Right
2: here. That's good. Okay, right now it's time for the confessional, and that's brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis. Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars.
5: The name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto bless me father for i have sinned and how long has it been my son since your last saint francis uh, uh, <clears throat> confession it's been one week since
3: my last confession
2: and what is it that you have to confess today my son
3: and the following message was submitted through the contact us page of the and anani moose esquire writes A few years ago, my local brick-and-mortar received a few limited-edition cigars. By the time my buddy and I were able to buy some, there were a few singles and a box left. I was determined to buy the box after smoking a single with my friend, and I know he was thinking the same thing. Before we smoked our cigars in the lounge, my friend decided to go to the bathroom, (coughs) leaving me unsupervised Uh. with a devious idea. Before my friend came back from the bathroom, I took his unlit cigar... (laughs) And farted on it in hopes to give it a unique flavor. Oh,
2: I thought he just went out and bought the box of cigars,
3: which is all he'd have to do is just buy it while he goes to the bathroom. Oh, In hopes to turn him off the cigar, leaving the box available for me to buy. I know it's a cruel thing, but I only feel a little guilty, and I still laugh at it to myself from time to time.
2: (laughs) Just go buy the box of cigars when he went to the bathroom. He had to ruin his, now he says, wow, that, that he literally said, the cigar tasted like shit the second half.
0: No, but think of the opposite. What if he smoked it and went, that was really good. Now yeah. I want to buy that so, box. Yeah. And then he's disappointed when he buys the box and yeah. it doesn't taste
7: yeah, like whatever
0: shit. flavor so was Roma on that. It
3: reminds me of sexy time with my wife. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, I didn't know they were putting egg in there anymore. I uh, didn't know.
3: <laughs> God. What do we think?
0: You I think, I think, now. I know. Let's, well, just, mm. yeah, one, right? Ah, geez, I don't know if that's all that
2: bad. Try to smoke at least one All Saints, St. Saint Francis cigars this week. Yeah. Hopefully no one farts on it, you know? And, and he's in the cigar lounge, and other people are seeing this happen. <laughs> maybe didn't didn't they have to saw drop his Maybe pants. They didn't. Maybe they didn't. Maybe you they could- did. Imagine the embarrassment of maybe they did. Uh... I don't think I'd be embarrassed. I was
0: going to say, I don't think, I think someone that's already in a lounge willing to fart in a cigar, I don't think there's a lot of embarrassment happening there.
2: <laughs> have, have you ever been with somebody out to lunch or something and you got whatever you got and they got something and they go to the bathroom and you're like, I want to try that French fry but, and go for a French fry? But,
0: oh, I'll do it right in front of their face. I don't well, wait. Well, do it in front, not- but uh,
2: doing it away from them after they left, but the embarrassment of getting caught doing it, therefore you can't uh. do it.
0: I don't know what that was. We got a thing on Facebook, a star or something. That's interesting. We're still going. We're on well, the air. All right. <laughs> that's a new thing. That was. I, I can't
2: tell what sound comes from. So no. Yeah. Like, no.
0: Someone said something. I think in the chat room, and it made a sound on the really? computer. Yeah. Well,
2: that's scary. That they, they're allowed to make sounds. The oh, idea no. was they couldn't speak back. This is a yeah, one-sided conversation. Yeah. Stop talking back, people. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> upcoming shows on the Cigar Authority is um, next week, Behind the Leaf, stories that have gone sideways. We have Oliver Nouveau from United Cigar coming on because he had a project uh, ready to go, and he was at the factory as everything was boxed and ready to ship, and something went terribly wrong, and everything had to go sideways and stop, and what he's going to tell that story along with other things that happened along there, all stories like that of something that was right there, ready to go, and a problem happened to become something different. He'll tell you what it's going to – we're going to pull the curtain
3: back. You're and going to it, actually name names, name names this names, time?
2: Name names. Because uh, that was some bullshit last week. Yeah,
3: yeah. We're going to name he names. You wouldn't even let us guess.
2: Then, uh, so the people that have the care package, you see we have two cigars in there that have no bands on it. One of them is the cigar that Oliver's going to talk about, which is going to be a project that will be named, hopefully, on the show next week. Uh, But we had to remove every band on every single cigar, uh, the factory did, after everything was already shipped, extra pay them, take them back, unpack them, take all the bands off them, and it's going to become this. So what this is, I actually don't even know the answer to. He's making the final. He's dealing with them at PCA. But that's one of them. TPE. TPE. And at the trade show at the uh, following week, we have a blind cigar review. We're going to teach you how to blind review cigars. And you have a second. So it looks like you got two unbanded cigars. Because you did? Because you did. But you were only supposed to get one. We had to remove the band on the second one before we even sent it to you as not to go into court and have problems with it. will You'll understand it all as time goes on. The following week, February 24th, we have the folks from Big Sky Cigars coming yeah. and joining us. So uh, it looks like uh, maybe Byron, uh, Brandon, Brandon from Big Sky, joining us um, the following week. So that's upcoming shows on the Cigar Authority. i been doing so much talking Here's the great thing about the um, Asylum Asylum 13 number 50 is it stays lit no matter what. I have not relit. Good. And all this talking, it it doesn't happen. I I love cigars like that. That's a, a big positive that happens when cigars do that for me. Number six, although Swisher bought Drew Estate 10 years ago, they haven't made a move that I expected from them by now. So this coming year... 2024 that we're in they will do three so they've been building these up they're going to come one two three it's a three punch Uh, as their competitors are getting bigger globally Swisher and Drew Estate although huge have been pretty much sitting on the sidelines that's about to change right now they need farms they need tobacco the biggest fear and trouble is tobacco problem solved Swisher will acquire AJ Fernandez this year. They can wow. grow AJ brands with their distribution, which has not been a lot lot of positive with AJ brands. AJ makes lots of cigars for other people to get very famous and do very good, but their brands themselves I don't think I think they're great cigars, but I don't think they do well out there. They need distribution. That distribution will happen through Swisher. At the same time, all their tobacco that they'll ever need Ever,
3: Swisher gets all-in-one lump sum. Boom, done. You don't think that Altadis, that has the, a vast majority of their cigars made there is going to have a problem with that? A lot of people are going to have problems with them. Everybody that buys tobacco from them,
2: everybody that makes private label brands, everything is going to be a problem, but maybe Swisher still does it. They build even bigger. Yeah, I'll make cigars for you. I'll make, why, why should they stop? There's plenty of tobacco there because they don't have more brands. That would be a huge
3: move. Absolutely a huge move. I think that that's the one prediction so far that is a little out of pocket. You're a little far out on that one. Out of Swisher's pocket? Out of the, the concept that we have on this show with the mergers and acquisitions. I think that's a little, a little further than I expected you to go. Wow! Well, if you said Altatus was going to buy him, no. that's a slam douche dunk no, right there. Nope. Swisher, Swisher
2: has been sitting on the sidelines way too long. They never waited 10 years before making the next move. I know they've been looking. I know they've been talking to other people, and they just don't make the move. For whatever reason, it doesn't end up happening. Uh, here it goes. And again, there's going to be three. That's just one of the three they're going to do. Swish a slow move, but the one, two, three punch this year. They get tobacco from AJ Brands. They also buy an outlet to sell to the direct consumer model, which is what Altadas does through JR, which is what STG does through Cigars International and Thompson. And then you got Swisher, who wants to play in their game. They need to buy somebody, too, and they buy famous cigars out of Pennsylvania. That one makes sense. So they got AJ, they got famous cigars, and now punch number oh, three. Imagine
3: if it was a bidding war going back to the AJ thing between Altadas and, and Swisher. That dude could clean up. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's going to get his payday anyways, but Jesus.
2: And he's a young guy, but he, he should be the golden goose right now, right? If he's looking to go, name his number. He can get it. Um, Drew Estate, which owns, is owned by Swisher, uh, understanding their issues in the flavored category, which is looming, that this FDA thing, we'll talk about it on the after show, but we're probably 10 months away from a possible flavor band, and this will end up uh, killing somebody like uh, Swisher. They have to make these moves that they're doing. They look into more traditional cigars. Now, they make some traditional cigars through Huey de Nicaragua, and I always scratch my head and say, why don't they just acquire them? Maybe they're not for sale. Everybody's for sale. They acquire them too. So here's the one, two, three punch. They get the tobacco and the AJ brand from AJ because they need brands, because if they end up losing Fat Bottom Betty and, and acid, they're they're in big trouble. They get the direct-to-consumer model happening here, and then they buy Hoy de Nicaragua, which is all their brands and all their manufacturing, to other people. They got it all. And they become up there with the with the two biggest companies. They may they may fall in second place at that point. That it'll be STG followed by uh, Drew Estates or Swisher. In that case, boom. They,
3: they may be the biggest at that point. Yeah, you're making a good argument. All right. So I don't think Nicaragua Nicaragua's for sale. Otherwise, they would have been gone already. That's been the, that, I mean, you, we've been doing this, this particular episode for about 10 yeah, years.
2: Yeah, but we're all getting older now. Drew it's,
3: Estate buys Hoya de Nicaragua. Yeah, maybe. That's they, your go-to yeah, move right there. Well,
2: here it is. Time changes, <laughs> and, and, and it hasn't happened. You don't think nothing's going to happen with Swisher this year. It's got to. It, they're due. They're, they're overdue, and there's three of them, and I say two of the three happen anyway.
3: But we'll so see. You're willing to acquiesce on the uh, Hoya de Nicaragua.
2: No, I I think what it doesn't make sense that they're buying cigars from them. They're one of the biggest in the world and why would they be buying cigars from Hoyden and the Just buy them. That's usually what ends up happening. Anyway, they say make it for me and then they say okay, now I'll I'll buy you. If they already owned them and
3: didn't tell anybody, is that legal?
2: Yes. Cuz they're a family-owned company. Ah, uh, all right. So they're not publicly traded and they don't have to say anything. But I would know. i would know that i think it's possible that i think you know it yeah there's enough people around or something something would happen that i would find that out i think i hope okay number nine about five years ago a small company buys another small company and i expected to see a lot more of that but it hasn't happened So some of that's going to end up happening. This is a time like 1998. The cigar boom was over. Things started slowing down, and uh, some companies went under. And you're going to see that end up happening, which it always does anyway, but some companies just don't end up making it. Um, But then some companies merge, and then some companies buy little companies up to go to the next level. Uh, five years ago, we saw Elysium buy a small company. They're small, and they buy a smaller company one-off. I don't think there was huge success with it, but it still exists and it's there. Um, I found the buy was interesting, um, but I hoped that we saw more of that and there was more success that ended up happening with that.
3: Is it more beneficial to buy an existing brand even if the brand doesn't have a huge footprint because you you already have all the bullshit done, the packaging, the, Of course. That part's that part becomes yeah. exponentially easier. Remember
2: we were talking about opening a cigar store and it dawns on me after 39 years that you're better off just buying an existing cigar store right. because you already have customers. And unless it's a problem store that everybody hates that store because it's terrible and whatever, now you got to get out from underneath that terrible reputation. But One Off didn't have a terrible reputation, and Elysion had a great reputation, and they buy it, and they certainly escalated it, but not to the degree Elysion was, which I thought would end up happening. Um, So it doesn't cost them much to buy a small brand and somebody that they're in line with. So here's Elysion again, going to make the next step and say, okay, we learned from what we did. Let's come on and bring this even further. Let's take a brand that we know well also and take it to the next level. We know what to do with this brand. Elysion buys Warped. So, yeah. warped is an, another company that listen. They all make their cigars. Aganosa makes right. makes their cigars. Both of them, and ha is in more doors. There's no doubt about it. Than warped is, and warped has almost zero um, presence out there for, um, you know, visibility of n- nobody talking about it. Sure. Um, nothing wrong with the cigar. I thought it would be bigger than it is by now. Uh, we took it and let it go because it didn't have any legs. Nothing wrong with the cigar; it just doesn't have any marketing going along with it. You, we, I see Dion hired a marketing guy that's with the company now, and um, you know if he's sitting on the sideline saying, "What do we do?" Uh, give, give me, give him a shot with warped, and he could he could take that to the next level. I think. Uh, And that would be that. So in this next round, I have Marvin Samuel buying Miami Cigar. I have Swisher uh, doing three things. They are buying A.J. Fernandez, all their brands, and their farms. Swisher is buying Famous Cigar for direct-to-consumer. And Swisher also buys Hoya de Nicaragua. They make their cigars. They take that. And uh, number nine is Elysium spies Whoop Cigars, and there we have uh, that happening. So that's where I am at right now. I still have lots more to go, but final thoughts here on Asylum 1350.
3: We've now moved your hot chocolate to the position of I wanted a hot chocolate now because it smelled so fantastic. Yep. I'm still eating my salt-free pretzel, but I'm now dipping the pretzel in the hot chocolate. And ever so slightly dusting the, the creme that's on the, the top of the hot chocolate with a little cayenne pepper. Is the hot chocolate a hot
2: chocolate made with milk or is it that Swiss miss stuff and you add water? Oh no no. We
3: we went we went naughty on this one and we made it with, with whipping cream. Whipping it's cream. Very thick, creamy, thick creamy, but there's that dusting of cayenne pepper on this final third. By the box,
2: you say seven dollars per cigar. This is in the top of the great value
3: cigars. You are actually pretty unbelievable with how well you can remember dollar figures. You can't remember shit about anything, ever. But you remembered that an hour ago I said this was $7.20 and you nailed yes. it. Yeah. You're unbelievable. Is it, is it a business mind? Or you think dollars sub- as opposed like that. to
2: them, but I can't remember
3: somebody's name? It was When I was a kid, I was terrible at math. But if my mom gave me a problem that had to do with money... I could figure out how much money there was at the end. It was the same math. Yes. But at math I got freaked out by, but when it was money, it was like, all right, I got this. Wow. So all my math problems after that, I just started putting dollar signs on things, and I was at least able to do addition and subtraction.
2: All right. All right. All right, let's take a break. I have seven more acquisitions, including the bombshell. I got a bombshell one that's going to blow your mind plus six mergers. It is the Prediction Show. We are live in the Toscano soundstage, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network are you a member of the Cigar Authority care package well if not my friend the time is now for just $29.99 you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month and we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show
3: is that really a benefit I think it
2: is we will judge the construction flavor strength and review the cigars and you'll see how right or wrong we really are you might be surprised four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99 and you can quit anytime but you won't the value is incredible want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different.
3: Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package.
6: Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Name Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. Is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by AJ Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room Cuatro Nicaragua
4: today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even
7: in non-smokers.
8: Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and believe it or not, I am 62 years old. Well, to celebrate my 60th birthday, we wanted to come up with something really, really special. I went and looked at some of our oldest tobaccos that we'd grown in our farms from 2014 in Esteli, Nicaragua, and we found bales of fillers Seventh and Eighth Priming Lijero. Just wonderful, rich, rich tobaccos. A dark oily San Andreas wrapper, a great binder from Mexico, and then fillers from Jalapa and Esteli. This cigar is called the Rocky Patel 60th. Looks like a dark chocolate and tastes like a dark chocolate. It's got layers and layers of coffee, espresso, lingering spice, Uh, It is rich and decadent, you're going to try one and you're going to fall in love. This cigar got the number two cigar of the year in Cigar Aficionado, rightly so. I hope you enjoy it, I love it, and I promise you this cigar is going to deliver everything you enjoy in a fine cigar.
2: say cigars are all the same, it's just not true, it's you I have to
3: blame. Well I don't know, cause what I know, there is a cigar called Aladino. Corojo,
2: Aladino Corojo, Aladino Corojo. They say authentic, so we're not confused, while the others say it's a word that's just abused.
3: I guess that's so. They can't compete. At least I'm sure Aladino can't be me. Corojo. Aladino
2: Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Cigars uses authentic Corojo tobacco from JRE Tobacco. This is the greatest commercial you ever heard.
4: Yeah. This is Nicholas Malillo, a.k.a. Nick Aragua, from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
2: We are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White, and Red. It's West Tampa Cigars' passion with a purpose. Nick Malillo, he's overdue. Because he's in the wintertime is when he wants to come up because he's here in Connecticut, yeah. local, and he can drive up. Haven't seen him in quite a while. I uh, wonder if he was at the TPE, Tobacco Plus Expo. I don't even know. Um, all right. Uh, we are in the uh, show of predictions. The predictions that you're hearing are made-up predictions. They're not true. Uh, will they become true? A lot of times they do, uh, but it makes you think. Makes me think. I like going through it anyway. Uh, For me, it's fun. Jonathan, have I said the one you have thinking of yet? Not yet. Not yet? Okay, we'll see if we get to it. Jonathan doesn't even know my prediction, so I want him to be uh, hearing it for the first time to get some sort of reaction off him.
3: Uh, All right, let's light our second cigar today. What are we going to smoke? Well, Dave, today's second cigar is the Perdomo 30th Robusto Maduro. It is manufactured in Nicaragua by Perdomo Cigars. The size we're smoking is fi- the 5x54 box-pressed Robusto. The wrapper is a 15-year-aged Nicaraguan Maduro. The binder is Nicaraguan, and the fillers are comprised of 15-year-old Nicaraguan fillers. It is not part of the Cigar Authority care package. However, a single will set you back $12.19, and a box of 30 is three twenty-three ninety-nine, dollars dropping the single price down to $10.80 a piece. On twoguyscigars.com, if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Can a $10 cigar be a value cigar?
2: Because in this case, I think it is. I think it it, uh, punches way above its weight. I don't disagree. Yeah. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by, look at this. Perdomo Cigars. What a coincidence. Perdomo is the brand, while all of the brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Okay, my, my asylum is still burning in the ashtray. I'll go to that. You start a forest fire with that thing. You got to be careful. But it's burning slow. It's not like it's rushing through. It was only a five inch cigar. I got an hour out of it and I still got another 20 minutes, probably. Cold draw.
3: You've never had this before, so you won't even know. K rib. K rib. It's uh, like a chocolate substitute. No caffeine, no nothing. It's a.
2: I I taste the bourbon barrel aged barrel.
3: There is some bourbon to yeah. it as well, yep. Yeah? All right, we're going to light our cigar today with the Drone by Vertigo. The Drone by Vertigo features single action, two jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. you got an easy-view fuel window on the side and a flip-out bullet punch along with easy adjustment at the bottom, all for the low price of nineteen ninety is the Drone by Vertigo. It looks a little bit like a drone before the, the wings come out. Ah, maybe that's what they did. Oh, I forget the name of that cool lighter you were talking about. Uh, but the it's um, steampunk style is yes. what they call it. Yes, it is. I still think they missed the uh, opportunity to call it a musket, but... It's like the musket barrel the hammer. thing down, yeah.
2: hammer. Um, yeah, I think we ordered a bunch of them, so they should be coming in soon and we'll be able to show everybody. Uh, coming in next week at... Um, On the Cigar Authority, we have Oliver Nouveau, the Director of Operations for United Cigar. Um, He's at the trade show today, but he is going to be in the studio with us next Saturday. Um, The Challenge Coin, the um, 2024 Cigar Authority Challenge Coin. Uh, Everybody could probably get a cigar for free if he's not, you know. If you come into the studio, on it, you want to bring your coin with you? If you don't have one, I'll give you one. Uh, (laughs) Because uh, we could really hit him up hard. Uh, if he doesn't have it, you show him your coin. He doesn't have it, and he has to buy you a cigar. So that would be good. Uh, and that goes for anywhere. If, if he's at the trade show, uh, that ended today, unfortunately. Uh, but if you hit him up there, if he didn't have it on him. But he says uh, he's going to have it on him. But I've, I've checked him while he's been here before. And I say, just wondering if you have it on him. And he goes, no. Like, I'm not going to bump into anybody he feels. So I'm sure at the trade show he felt like he wasn't going to bump in anyone. Maybe he feels that way this time. I don't know. Well, I hope they punished him. Maybe. We will see. Okay, we are looking at predictions. I am still on uh, in the top ten here. Number ten, uh, Toscano has a new guy in charge at Toscano, new, new uh, CEO that took charge. He's a big player with a lot of money. I don't think Toscano is going to uh, sit and think about acquisitions any longer. We got a player there. Um, I had them buying brands every year uh, besides Parodi, which they did buy quietly a few years ago. No longer. Toscano uh, wants to wants into the traditional cigar market business, and they're going to buy a company, and they have the demand to do it. I think that they come in, and Toscano buys, ready for this? foundation cigars, Nick Malillo, who we were just talking about. They buy really? him. So he's in Connecticut. They're in Pennsylvania. He's Italian. And I think he would be great for them like he was for Swisher for Drew Estate. Well, he knows cigars, tobacco, Right. So he'll deal with tobacco and let them deal with the infrastructure in the back end of it. He, now he knows about everything. So having him in Buying him out, giving him a cushy job of just keep creating blends for us and brands for us, or whatever they want. Um, and he'd be a good spokesperson for Toscano also. He'd be a perfect person. If they could get him, it'd be a perfect layup. Both of them, I think they'd both be happy at the end of that. It'd be great for both companies. That's it is a you're making a good argument. All right. So that is number 10, Toscano buys Foundation Cigars and Nick Melillo. Uh, you watch and see what happens there. I don't know anything. These are all made up, but uh, watch what happens. Uh, number 11, Altatus to be sold again. Altatus was purchased from Imperial, to, uh, Imperial Cigars in 2020 uh, to a still-undisclosed Hong Kong corporation that broke into two parts— Altadas USA and Habanos, two separate corporations, as needed to be by law. The reason for the buy was the Cuban side. That's what they wanted, and that's what they got. Also, they got Altadas USA. I think they put that back on the auction block and let the, the bidding begin. Altadas will be sold to an already U.S.-based cigar company, the highest bidder. So they'll let the word be known that instead of doing it quietly, they'll say, okay, this is going to go out to the highest bidder. Who will the highest bidder be? You're thinking STG, but they may have issues with a monopoly at that point. I don't think it can possibly happen. There'll be a a fight
3: over it to say it's going to make them too large. Wouldn't they have to really be sold to somebody in that middle tier? So in that middle tier, you have... Uh, Padrone, you have Rocky Patel, you have Perdomo that would be able to either raise or have that capital to be able to. They're pull not going to have
2: it, so they're going to have to raise, raise it. For it sure. but- they, they could possibly raise it, but I have the one to watch here. It's a weird one. You're not going to understand it or anything, and nobody understands it till it happens. India Tobacco Company Limited. Who's that? Right. They're huge. They're huge. India Tobacco Company Limited out of India. No shit. Yes. Wow. And, Other people connecting dots. And here we go. Because this uh, I started this whole thing saying this is very global. So some of these things are going to not make sense to the regular average cigar guy that's there because we receive no product from Indian tobacco, India Tobacco Company. Uh, but they're out there. They're huge. I've met them before at the trade show with Nelson Alfonso and stuff, and they're gigantic. And they come in and say, okay, we want a U.S.-based company. Now, they can come in and start from scratch, like we talked about. Sure. But they just come in and buy Altatus, and they're all set. They have online. They have stores. They have uh, big-name brands uh, those big-name brands, by the way, are U.S. big-name brands. They can't take those brands and go to India with them because there's a Cuban brands call right. those things. So... uh they that'll get their foothold in the US. There's lots of other brands that are fine that they're able to do aging room. If if aging room would even come involved with that, because Aging Room is Rafael Nadell's brand sold to Altadas. I don't know if that would even be part of it. But they have the the launch of Tiamo, you saw that happen. Mm-hmm. Um so Mexican, they they got lots of other brands, uh worldwide brands that are out there. Um I think that's where it goes to this India. Tobacco Company Limited. You never heard of them. Now you heard of them. All right. And so you'll forget that I'm the one that told you this when no, it No, this
3: prediction actually you made when the Hong Kong company bought Altadas to begin with, you said right on that show that they, they don't want the U.S. side. Yeah. They want just the Cuban distribution and that they would fire sale the other side. It took a long time, but here it is. Didn't you hint at there was, a, there was already a behind-the-scenes buyer and that fell through? Yeah, well,
2: I knew too much about that one, but yeah, there was, there was and 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 that buyer sits, sits to the sideline too. But I would know if something was going on there, and I probably couldn't say it if if I knew, but I don't know, so I'm not saying it because I I
3: you've been can't saying say so it. much that you don't know. Yeah, this, the this whole show, the whole show.
2: Um, number twelve, J Cortez. Jay Cortez was like, who the hell are they? Before they're the ones that bought Oliva, so everybody knows who they are. And finally, um, they're going to come out and they're going to take somebody that's been on the on the block for sale for a long period of time, but finally somebody's going to do it, which is Gurkha Cigars. Jay Cortez buys Gurkha Cigars. They want the production. They they have their own factories. They can make the cigar. Gurkha's made it a whole bunch of different places. Yep. They'll take the production on that like they did with um, Aliados um, and uh, – other things they've acquired over the years. So that is number 12 right now. It's time for the Fave 5, and that's brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. It's time for the McAuliffe Fave 5, brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. Smoke five McAuliffe Cigars and be entered to win $300 in gift certificates weekly. That's five $50 gift certificates and an additional five dollars gift certificates for your friends. In December, all winners will be put back and entered to win the grand prize. A trip for two to next year's McAuliffe Open House in Texas. Simply go to McAuliffeCigars.com slash TCA for more information. That's McAuliffeCigars.com slash TCA. Somebody screwed with my notes. It's got to be Jonathan. Uh, It wasn't me. And this was probably 16 weeks ago. But somebody screwed up my notes, and I'm not going to be Ron Burgundy and read it yet. I'm changing what it says. Why are
3: you looking at me like that? I've never, I've never touched your notes for any reason. Well, I'll give
2: the answer to that in a second, but this is the same thing. you got to click the, button, click the button if you know the answer to, to what this is. This is like um,
3: Family Feud. You click the button. And then you have to I, say, what is, after. No,
2: you don't. But it's the, uh, I have the, I have the top five answers on the board. The
3: question According is. According to the most bullshit panel in the history of panels.
0: Wait, you're saying he already rigged it from the beginning, though. How am I even going to have a fair chance? No.
3: It,
2: okay. I, we'll don't, I don't know who we'll did see. this, but mm-hmm. I'm going to tell the answer to this after. I can't say it until I, I do this. All right. So you're going to just explain that one more time real quick. You're going to. I have five answers. Right. Five, four, three, two, one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say a question, and you're going to hit the button, and you're going to say what the bet the best answer is for that. Assuming Jonathan answers first, and he gets number five, you're trying to get number four, three, two to beat him. Okay. Okay. I'm so ready. another word for the two rounded portions of the extension of most mammals. The. Bu- okay, so that's green. That's Mr. Jonathan. Boobs. No, I'm talking about the, the buttocks. So you didn't let me finish. So the another word for the buttocks.
0: Oh, I don't even have to. Uh, uh, the posterior.
2: No,
3: uh, ass. Ass is number two.
0: Posterior is not even on your list. No, top five. Told you it was bullshit. Good job, America. You guys rule. Sorry, no offense to your whole country. You would say posterior. That is another word for ass. Posterior would anybody all right, say posterior? If we're going that lay terms, but. But
2: is number one. you know. would win, just yeah. like that. I didn't know we were. tiny. That's American. What about That's bum? so American. Bottom is number four. Your bottom, yes. And backside. Backside. Would be number three. Now, somebody went Stop. into my computer, and instead of that question, they wrote a different question.
3: What did they write? Name something people might only do once a week.
2: And the answers are hiney, bottom, <laughs> backside, ass, and butt.
0: <laughs>
2: and I didn't write that. Might Listen, so that, Mr. Jonathan, do That you want-
3: absolutely looks like something that I would do. I did not do it. That's It's great. genius. Yeah. I want to do it
2: next time. So somebody went into my show notes on the computer and changed... Okay. There's
3: no way that you saved that. So no one could have gone into the computer and done it. You typed it, and you typed the, that question and put the wrong answers. I would not put that question in. Absolutely not. Are you swearing to God you didn't do that? Yes. I did not do that. And you know you didn't save the document. You deleted it as soon as you were done. So you printed that. I printed it. There's no doubt because
2: I slid it
0: into So this. it was in but front somebody, of
2: you. Somebody typed it in there. I went to the bathroom
3: and somebody thinking, went on the I just I'm there. trying to
0: think how this would have happened. Did you hear the bathroom and someone's like, watching well, me?
3: he won't even notice. Listen, the good news is he can't hear a damn thing. So if he went into the bathroom with the bathroom fan on and water running, yeah, you could no be out would, there playing yeah. the trombone and the no, drums no. and he's not going to hear it.
2: So, so that commercial thing's going on there and I'm looking at this and I go, I'm not doing no Ron Burgundy and read this thing because some, imagine if I just went out and said, name something people do once a week. Oh, it's so great! And it wasn't you. It was not me. You can say it. It's funny. It, I want to say that it was Look, me. That's but it a wasn't me.
0: He's legitimately yeah. laughing. That's not a show laugh. That's real.
3: He didn't do it.
0: I it's like farting
3: on someone's cigar. It's great. He
0: he's he would be too proud of himself. He would be, wouldn't be able to contain how proud he was that he got that part or almost got it past. So who him. did it?
3: I think it was you. It wasn't me. Look I think at you. <laughs> it I wasn't you me. Copied a bunch of questions off the internet, and you went back through and you deleted something by mistake, and those answers squished into that question is what happened. Ooh, because po- you that's said, possible. Oh, I can see. I you doing and then it lined up like that. Yeah, because you don't. You're yeah. not careful about the odds are
0: incredible. <laughs> Because that I, is a question you would pick for sure. Name something people do once a
3: week, or at least once a week. Like no, I can no, see that being. A, no, no, he would never pick that. That's the.
0: Not we, with those answers. I'm saying. No, no, yeah. no,
3: he wouldn't do that question because he uh-huh. doesn't want me answering it.
0: Oh, okay. Was that last week's question? Was that <laughs> week's? Oh, I'm sorry, Chrissy. You were correct. It is something he would have put on his computer himself. Like, come on. I'm like, the only logical thing is you put it in there and yeah. You did a cut and paste. That
2: was last week's question that was there. There you go. Look at that. Because here it is. Name something people might do once a week. Name something people will do once a week. I
0: just said that. He would never ask that question. It's right here.
2: (laughs) It's there twice. I did it to myself. I can tell you were both telling the truth because
3: he'd be wow. too proud if he got
0: it passed and your face was too mortified to th- <laughs> to know that you did it
3: intentionally. That's it. I, I, I accept, it myself. I accept yeah. your apology, you yeah. fucking jerk. I asked the question. I didn't say you did it. <laughs> you were very I, accusatory with how you asked. Wow.
0: Yeah, it definitely was accusatory.
2: It was accusatory. Is and yes, posterior. Word?
0: Welcome <clears throat> to proper English people. That's another word for ass.
2: Poster- posterior. Posterior. Yeah. Yeah. But you wouldn't say that's a top answer, somebody would say. Well, it is I, a top, I, that's top the answer. It's the first
0: one I thought of. I'm so sorry. I didn't think of but or
2: hiney. All right. I have the bombshell. I have the bombshell one here. Uh, it's number 14, and it's based here on the cigar we're smoking. You sure it's, we're not on
3: number 13? Oh, are we? Oh, we are. We're we're on on number number 13.
2: 13. We're on number 13.
0: Good thing you called. All the butt stuff threw him off.
2: It is. is. I'm all messed (laughs) up now. What goes on in
3: your house that butt stuff happens twice a week? No, it doesn't. (laughs) Villiger,
2: 135-year-old world giant. Villiger. I know where that comes from. Um, They acquire
3: La Flor Dominicana. Doesn't make all that much sense, but... They got the money.
2: Yeah, Lido's getting up there in age too. You got to start thinking about these
3: companies. Of, but he's got two sons that that seem into it. They? Unless they unless they don't have the chops, but Tony seems to have it. Yeah, he's put out a couple of great blends, and Lido Junior's our rep now here in New England. Yeah,
2: what did he do wrong? They give they make this kid their son the rep of New England. In January, in the wintertime, he's never seen snow, he's never seen cold, he was not properly with the jacket, he didn't seem warm enough. I said, how are you feeling? He said, cold. He'll get used to it. Yeah.
3: That's a, that's it, a,
2: if they're doing it, they're bringing him up from uh, the bottom.
3: That's, that's an old school kind of methodology where you, you put your kid through the paces and no one can say he didn't earn his spot. Yeah. Perdomo did the same thing with
2: Nicholas. All right, I'm going to get to uh, the bombshell, but first, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars.
1: It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars. The sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80.
3: Asylum Cigars. <laughs> now, I have not vetted this. If I see it on a meme and it looks pretty legit, I just go with it. All right. In 1920. So, so this could not be true. It just could like- possibly not be true. But the disclaimer in the asylum bid is <coughs> that may or may not be true or too insane to be true. Right. Or are they? So maybe it is. In 1928, at age 16, Elizabeth Betty Robinson Schwartz. No, See, hy- no hyphenation. No. She's okay. In, the, in those days, f- f- I mean, it seems real already if they put the middle name in the whole bit. It seems legit. That's how they get you. Yeah. She became the first woman ever awarded an Olympic gold medal for track and field. A few years later, in 1931, Schwartz was in a plane crash. She was mistakenly identified as dead, placed in the trunk of a car... And driven to the morgue, where it was discovered, she was still alive but in a coma. It took her years to walk normally again, but she returned to track and field and was part of the U.S. relay team in 1936, uh, where her the Summer Olympics team that year won the gold again. And that's not only insane; that can be that's looked, that can be checked. Yeah, I just wasn't doing it. Yeah. All right.
0: My takeaway from that is if I ever want to lie to you, add lots of names and yes. you're like, it's legit. <laughs> yeah.
2: They
3: say like. middle name <laughs> yeah, and a whole
0: right. bit
2: and <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's gotta be real. but usually <laughs> when they put the middle name, it's usually somebody killed somebody. Or
0: you're uh-huh. in trouble with your
2: mom's. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: always that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Over there too, Australia they say middle yeah. name. What's your middle name? Nicole. Oh, it's an easy yeah. one. Okay.
0: Yeah. I use Murphy's second name when he's in trouble. He's
2: yeah, big. yeah, and oh. he knows it. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. does it he said- have a Does he have a last name?
0: Cunningham. Yeah, okay. That's my last name. All right.
2: All what right. do you think?
0: He's adopted different last name. Well, my dog
2: <laughs> was Dean Martin, and my last name is Martin. But I gave him. I would have
0: said that's his middle name. Oh. oh yeah, Dean Martin Groffalo. Could be. <laughs>
2: Probably anyway, <laughs> all right. The after show, um, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing back the uh, marijuana issue because, um, of the, course, you are the uh, Tobacco Plus Expo just happened, and the marijuana uh, paraphernalia takeover of premium cigars happened just this week.
3: It was a complete takeover at the TPE. Yes, formerly known as the Tobacco Plus yep. Expo. Yep, not Cigar Expo. Yep. Tobacco
2: plus expo. Right. tobacco plus and weed. A, and it was about marijuana plus weed. Take, complete takeover. Complete takeover. Of a non cigar trade show. Of a tobacco trade show. That has some cigars. Yep. But no marijuana. Right? Complete takeover. I, I think there was marijuana. Complete last takeover. Year. Uh, in the C stores, see the issue that's happening here. We'll get into it on in the after show, but back to the bombshell. We are smoking a Perdomo cigar, which is the Perdomo 30th anniversary, Maduro. And um Perdomo is a Nicaraguan-based company, and they have issues in Nicaragua that they're losing rollers and people in the plantations. They're coming across our US border like crazy. The problems that happen here in the United States is that these people from these other countries are coming over. I don't want to get political, but it's hurting the cigar manufacturers in Esteli, Nicaragua, for sure. Uh, They have political unrest that happens there also. And then you've got a a giant like Perdomo that has all his eggs in one basket. So I think he looks at other places and he makes a move and he acquires a Dominican-based company. You son of a bitch. P.
3: P. Carrillo. <laughs> Who'd you have? Is that a- That's the one I have. Really? Uh, they were seen in talks or, uh, or chatting. You've seen it? No, they were seen. Okay, they were seen a- together. A little birdie told me they ah. were seen together. Oh, really? No picture that I'm aware of, but uh, yeah, my source is solid too. Ah. And Nick
2: is probably looking in here. Sorry, but- Nick. Well, no, nothing to be sorry about, but we don't know that this is true, but uh, I believe that uh, he's going to
3: make a move. And um, Has Perdomo ever done a collaboration with anybody? Nope. But Ernesto has done many collaborations. Many. So maybe Ernesto is looking at Perdomo and saying, let's do something together, and it's not a purchase or an acquisition. It could be. It could be nothing. But that wouldn't they, they could fall be. into the, the title of our show. We're not doing a show about collaborations right now. It's acquisitions.
2: Acquisitions. And uh, I I wouldn't think it would be Carrillo buying Perdomo. I don't think so either. No. It'll be Perdomo buying Carrillo. It's the only way that would go. I'm going with it. Okay. And uh, my phone will ring ring later on today probably. But uh, that's what I'm going with. Tell me I'm wrong. It's just a guess. It's made up. But... um, educated guests, right? From, from not educated, but makes sense. It does make sense. All right. So we'll see how that goes. How speaking of how it goes, how is the Perdomo thirtieth anniversary Maduro cigar treating you? There's three Perdomo thirtieth anniversaries. They're all could be contenders for the cigar of the year because they came in after the fact. They came in late. So they weren't in there for this year. There's a Connecticut, there's a Sun Grown, there's a Maduro when we when the, when the um, 10th anniversary was redone, we picked the Maduro as the champion that year, which never happens. Um, to this day, I would say the Connecticut of the 10th still outsells by sure, far. For sure. Which is the Champagne, probably his biggest seller of all. When it comes to um, the 30th, it
3: depends who I talk to, but I get answers of all three, So, of which is the best. This one's interesting. We picked the Robusto, and typically with Perdomo's, Maduro's, they start off on the sweet side. And normally with a Perdomo cigar, I, I smoke the Epicure. I don't smoke a lot of his Robustos. I mostly smoke the Toro size. So what surprised me about this is I was expecting just sweet at the beginning, and I got – a little lemon drop candy and some aggressive black pepper, and that's because we're smoking the robusto. That those tips are front end loaded right at the beginning, so you get a boost of flavor. The nicotine never hit. I'd put this at about a four. Very aged tobacco. It is very different aged, than his
2: other is other lines. That I don't I don't have that jittery feeling smoking the
3: thirtieth. No, no, no. It's this. This is a four out of ten in uh, as far as the nicotine goes. No heaviness on my chest, but full palate engagement. And the black pepper has dissipated, and, and it's more of that uh, lemony-sweet, lemonade-almost kind of flavor to it. Of of the three, a favorite? I really enjoy his Sun Grown the most, followed by the Maduro, but I, I do love the 30th Connecticut, and yeah. I don't smoke Connecticut, but his double fermentation and the bourbon barrel aging on that Connecticut wrapper— takes away the, the sting and the acidity. So we bought ma- two major large purchases of these cigars.
2: When they came out, we launched it and another one right behind it, and we did equal amounts of each one, and we're still ordering the cigars. Yes. Um, so it's we can't detect which one's outselling the others because they all sold, every single one. So they sold equally only because they all sold out. Right. And the initial one, if you remember— we ran out of product. People bought whole boxes without even smoking the cigar. So that was unfair, also, to say, okay, we ran out of certain sizes and certain lines. By
3: the summertime, we should have enough sales data to be able to pick what uh, people like. What people like more. But honestly, with the stuff that I'm seeing come out new just recently, and I know we're just in January or just in February, but I think all three rappers, I'm going to try to push through for all. To be contenders, really, and then let people vote. We've had two people, two lines of the same thing. And they once. were Perdomo, then. Oh, really? Oh, Prodomo yeah. Perdomo was sun-grown in Maduro. That wow.
2: Year. Could it be three? We'll see how that goes. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, I got just two more acquisitions, and then I got some mergers to get through. We also have the Stars Review. We got uh, three letters in the mailbox with a new prize to give away. And lots more. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
5: Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate. A dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration.
1: My job is all about taste. So when Janus mentioned he wanted
2: to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years, and when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean Metallica, Black & Whiskey, and Drew Estate, what could be a better passion project.
5: We all came up with the vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81, Metallica formed in 1981, as you can see right here, just so I don't forget. (laughs) And now you won't forget, because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar
1: unlike anything in our portfolio. We'll never take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro.
5: Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate, wrapper, a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they're all grown in separate places. You
2: talk about a heavy leaf cigar. This is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification.
1: Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its
4: tantalizing smoking experience as well.
5: Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate.
1: since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar and Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan habano wrapper. That the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours?
4: Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H Upman 1844 añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos, and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H up in 1844 in Yale is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
0: hot cakes cakes hot cakes hvc's got cigars for sale you can buy them in a single or a box of 25 hvc hot cakes they really satisfy selling cakes hot cakes you get them from the cigar man he sells cigars one or the other if you smoke hvc you'll never buy another selling cakes hot cakes you get them from the cigar, man.
2: HVC hotcakes are premium cigars. Featuring a San Andreas Maduro wrapper, Nicaraguan Corojo binder, grown in jalapa, and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, including a leaf of Corojo from 2006 Maduro, which makes this blend pop. Expect rich notes of dark chocolate, espresso, and spice.
0: It's so friggin' good. Selling cakes, hot cakes, you get them from the cigar, man.
5: Hey, what's up? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And
2: we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa black, white, and red. West Tampa Cigars, it's passion with a purpose. And that commercial was so much better than me singing, huh? Yes.
0: She just let me do them all. No, yours are great.
2: No, they're Ish. horrible. They're horrible, but they... Uh, they serve I, a purpose. I sell them. I can sell there you them. go. So imagine selling a song like that that I did, and they say, okay. The, the, the Newmans, I just can't believe it. that the, the, they.
3: I can't believe it got through marketing.
2: Right. They have a whole department of people that are experts on they, this. They sat around. I'd like to be a fly in the wall. And they play it the first time, and they go, oh, my God, no. Play it again. Play it again, and they go. They come in the next something. day, and they're
3: like, I've been singing it all night. Right. Go with it. Go with it.
2: That's got to be it. All right. Mergers and acquisitions is what we're going through. And I have a merger. And this is a cigar shop. A cigar shop merging. No, I mean, uh, acquiring another cigar shop. Really? And, and it's not even me. It's Corona Cigar out of Florida. And, uh, you know, they moved into Sarasota. So uh, Jeff's got um, three in Orlando. Now he's got Sarasota, Florida. And it took him... I think almost three years to get that Sarasota. He had to go through so much bullshit uh, with the city of Sarasota, Florida. I, from what I understand, they're still giving them shit. That you know, you got these um, anti-tobacco people that don't want a cigar shop to open. God forbid they have a liquor license and people are enjoying themselves. Yeah, in there. we can't have that. No, they have to stop <clears throat> that. And just like me, the day that I found out and I said, you know, it's be a lot easier to just buy another store right i think it dawns on jeff maybe he was listening to the show again this is fake i'm making it up but he says i, I do want to continue to grow this and take over florida but uh it's going to take too long and he's not my age yet but he's getting there and he says the only way to do it is going to be buy someone else and there's a company out there called neptune cigars they're p- the big guys out in in uh, miami and that would be the next place for him to go is Miami. And if I was him, that's what I would do, is buy Neptune cigars, get a foothold in the Miami thing. You're basically going to own Florida at this point. That is fucking
3: interesting. And I can spend somebody else's money, really. Yeah, yeah so but know. if he hadn't thought of that and listens to this show, yes. that, that actually could happen. I don't know. I've known him for a
2: long time. I'm thinking, you know, how long have I known Jeff? My God, it's got to be the day when he got
3: into the business. The thing I love about Jeff and like you as well is when they started giving him shit in Sarasota, you know, he doubled down. Doubled down. And then tripled down. Yep. You're not, gonna, you're he not, gonna not going to lose. He wasn't going to lose. It's just going to cost him a
2: fortune and a lot of time, but he's not going to do it. But then you're getting ready to do the next one and you go, oh my God, get ready for this. You know, the amount of lawyers, the amount of. All this bullshit you got to go through, and you got to rent the building the whole time. You're you're paying rent the whole time this is going on because- uh, Or a mortgage. Yeah. In in his case, he he rents it, all of them, Uh, which doesn't make sense to me, but from what I understand, it's almost impossible to get to buy property in Florida and, and those areas- I don't know if Neptune owns their properties if they do all the better then he's in real estate also but uh if he's gonna do it that is uh what i
3: think uh if I'm thinking it he's thinking it he's smart what do you think doesn't it become an insurance problem isn't there isn't that going on in the mm. cigar world right now where insurance is? we can do a
2: whole show on that which we should of uh insurance and cigars because if uh and I reached out to Jeff to ask him. Because I ran into a problem where no insurance company will cover the cigars um, in our warehouse uh, or in the stores itself. And I've been, I had insurance for 39 years. I never made a claim. And they gave up on it completely because of smashing grabs that happened in Chicago at convenience stores. And they steal tobacco. I sell premium cigars in New Hampshire. Why does that have anything to, because everything is global and they look at this thing right. and they say the risk, we don't want the risk anymore. Get rid of them. And they just get rid of you. And then there you are sitting with no insurance and then you got to get creative. And there's ways around that too. But, um, again, it's, it's another whole show. So, uh, I, I have ways around it. There's, 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 ways, uh, and you ask your friends and say, what are you doing? What are you doing? And, uh, I think it's a new problem, but um, I think I should actually tell the PCA so they can start looking into it because other retailers are going to have the problem. And um, there's a, a, a far reach around. Very hard to figure out what it is, but there's a way around it. But there's there's issues with every every convenience store, every cigar shop – Everybody is going to have a problem with insurance in 2024. Maybe you're listening and you're a retailer and you're saying, uh, we don't have a problem yet, but your policy runs out in June or July. You're going to have a problem. So uh, get ready for it. It's going to be a problem. Uh, All right, number 16, Rocky Patel buys Great Cliff Cigars and Hotel. So he goes to the Bahamas. He buys the hotel. He's got a place now for people to go. He turns it into a Burn Gray Cliff restaurant hotel, uh, along with the brand Gray Cliff too. Um, Rocky Patel is a Rocky Patel cigars. Period. That's it. He ends up having another country, and he also has uh, a fun place for him to go. I can see him pulling a move like that, and um, he uh, he knows the online guy's big because Rocky Patel is a big online cigar brand as Gray Cliff was a premium cigar brand at one time and then just became a cheap online cigar he could possibly be the guy that could look at that and say he's like the Teflon Don he still exists in cigar stores and he's uh, big online where most can't do it he could probably bring that brand back if anybody could do it if anyone could do it he could do it and he could do it cheap he could probably get that cheap so that is the mer- that is the acquisitions. I'll get to mergers in a minute, but right now uh you got a star review. We we don't have Ed Sullivan here, so you're gonna handle that. What do we have for the Well this history?
3: week uh this week's blind review was uh cigar number seven A. And it was the Oliva Siri V Double Robusto. It's a go. complex blend of Nicaraguan long filler tobaccos. The cigar is a flavorful roller coaster, offering an array of tastes that captivate the palate. The notes of coffee and cedar persist, accompanied by a lingering nuttiness and the return of a chocolate flavor akin to the crust of a brownie. You'd think I would would have written this. This sounds like me. However, the ride isn't smooth for everyone. Mixed reviews on strength and construction create a varied landscape of opinions. Some praise its smoothness, while others label it the strongest they've ever encountered as a star reviewer. Some construction inconsistencies with the reports of burn issues affected the group's overall assessment. The score came in at 88.67 out of 100 and an overall strength score of 5.75 out of 10. Now that's bonerific no it is not that's the star review you can get the
2: star reviews every thursday at 12 noon on the cigarauthority.com those are blind reviews we'll get to that show in two weeks and show you how we're doing that maybe some stats of how these guys are doing it but they are improving dramatically as as weeks go on which is what i hoped would end up happening all right we got a prize to give away a
3: new prize Yeah, this is the new prize. This uh, email of the week is brought to you by the folks at Onyx. And they're giving away this week a hat, a money clip, a lighter, a cutter, and a koozie. This is Onyx Bold. This is an Altada cigar
2: brand that's out there. I remember Onyx from way back. Onyx Bold, I would imagine it's full-bodied because it's bold. You got three
3: emails to get to. We're going to pick one of them. Is the best one, and they win the prize. All right. And Logan writes, through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, first, I'm a weekly listener for the last six months and have had different, similar stretches on and off over the life of your podcast. I've been an avid hobbyist and consumer of cigars for 20 years, a three to five cigar a day for that amount of time. When I was a young smoker, I wanted to try everything on the market, just treating my local shops like buffet lines and snagging 15 to 20 singles as I walked through a couple of times per week through their humidor. Over time, as any smoker who has the time and effort invested, like so many cigar enthusiasts, I developed a specific flavor profile that I'm going to enjoy and whittled my selection to smoke about half a dozen different cigars. Over the past five to eight years, I really have been seeking out boxes and remainders of boxes in humidors across the country for age selections. It could be a blend I never cared much for, but because it has some age, I, almost like an addict, have to purchase and add those cigars to my humidors at home. So ultimately, my question, what is the most effective and efficient way for me to track down these dates, aged and vintage, or just the old stuff I'm seeking Aside from just digging through humidor's on my hands and knees across the country, not many people do it. But uh, some of them actually put a stamp in the back of the
2: date, which is great when you end up seeing that. Uh, you could possibly ask them how long these been around. I'm looking for aged cigars. <clears throat> I think, and the sometimes answer,
3: packaging changes, and you can dig into that and see when the change ended up happening. Yeah, I think the real answer is buy the cigars that you like. Buy them two boxes at a time, one to age and one to smoke. And that way, you're not tempted to dip into your aged co- collection, and then when they come of age, a- as you open that box, you crack, you buy another two, so that you you have some backups to age, and you do the aging yourself. Here we go. All right, that's Logan, and he's on and off on the Cigar Authority. He's on and off, on and off. We'll take it. <clears throat> take what we can get. All right, Jerry writes through the contact us page of the Cigar Authority. Jerry, Jerry, esteemed gentleman. I started listening to the Cigar Authority podcast and related shows during my morning workouts about three years ago. I am one of your listeners who have never seen the podcast video. Ah. First, a few notes. Ed Sullivan deserves credit for a joke that was not acknowledged during a discussion of cigar beetles. He does that a lot. When the topic... <laughs> Uh, was what kills beetles? Ed said, I thought it was Yoko Ono. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sleeper.
2: Yeah,
1: he does uh, that.
3: I also share a childhood memory with Ed. We both had a Rudy the Robot. I only have butchered, uh, buttered one Pop-Tart, a blueberry, which was not my favorite, but when adding butter to the backside, it turned into a blueberry muffin. There we go. He's a little random here. Uh, When eating chicken wings, I want to sit next to Mr. Jonathan. I'll take all the flat segments he doesn't want because I like the the drum. And I like the flats. Now, for the reason... If you only ate chicken wings, we could hang. Now, for the reason of my email. From listening to you talk to and about each other for a few years, I've developed in my mind's eye what each of you would look like and sound like as I begin pondering this for all of your podcast celebrities, this is interesting. I intentionally have stayed off the website, so here are the doppelgangers I see in my head when listening to your shows. Dave, a combination of Danny DeVito and Joe Pesci. Give him the bell for that. Nailed it. Really? Ed is Ed Begley Junior with a little rasp in his voice like Pen I don't know who that is. Pen is the No uh, I know who Pen is. I don't yeah. know who Ed Begley Jr. I don't is. Either.
2: Is it Ed Sullivan?
3: <coughs> I've heard his name, but okay. Mr. Jonathan. This guy's a dick. Macaulay Calkin or Billy Bob Thornton after he shaved his head. That one's close. Aaron, Zach Galifianakis and Seth Rogen. I don't know Chrisy Chrissy is Kylie Minogue and Margot Robbie with pink hair. And Dan is John Hom and Jason Momoa. I mean, that's pretty good. Of who? Who's the last one? Dan. Oh, okay. Jason Momoa? No, I don't so know. The the guy that played Aquaman. He's a little more Jack than Dan. Yeah, but they th- weigh about the same. Just a bit. Just a bit. All right,
2: Jerry, that's funny. You've never seen us and you that's interesting of you know, you see
3: you meet somebody in
2: You sound a little they, bit yeah. like
3: Danny DeVito, although you look more like the guy from Who's the Boss? Ted um Tony
0: Danza? Tony Danza.
3: Back in the yeah. friggin' day. You well, you be... look like an old Tony Danza now. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Can we just revisit
0: real quick that you tried to say, I've never heard of Zach Galifianakis, and it just came out as complete gibberish. Right. Uh, nice. Just rewind, folks, when you have a second listen to that. It was great. Jack out. <laughs> All right. It so yeah. I can do <laughs> <laughs> it again. Yeah. I can do it again.
3: Scott <laughs> writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com, Gentlemen and Jonathan, last week... Or the week before, an emailer was complaining about mild and medium cigars in the Care Package. I see it as a benefit. As a Care Package Prime member and a certified boner, I enjoy the variety. Mild and medium cigars allow me to pay closer attention to the tasting notes, which keeps my palate sharp. Absolutely it's true. It's too easy to miss those subtle notes when you are used to and expecting strong, robust flavors. So please... Continue with the nice variety of cigars. Variety. Variety is a spice of life. Also a couple of show ideas. Put together a video tour of each of the three stores in the warehouse. Showcase the humidors, lounges, and unique areas of each location. This could make for a full show or an added segment on the show going forward. Another idea which might be better for the Cigar Power Hour would be to get just, wow. just the stars reviewers together to have a roundtable on reviewing cigars. Discuss a specific cigar you have all reviewed or smoked often and walk through the tasting notes. With this open discussion platform, it may help those that think they are tasting one flavor recognize it as something else, which might reduce what is sometimes a long list of tasting notes on that cigar. It I would love it. also help align the panel with the rating uh, with rating the strength and recognizing when it's truly a strong cigar or one that is just very robust in flavor. Lastly, Jonathan, taste your Meatballs. Lectins are such a lame excuse to lose a competition, and you make yourself look more arrogant than usual. There what? We go. If that's possible, yes. I'm not arrogant. You, you are. I'm uh, not doing that. More arrogant than usual, thinking you know how something tastes from the ingredients. Name me a cigar blender that doesn't taste his creations before making them for others. Now, here's what I'm going to say. I learned how to cook fasted because I wasn't eating, but I was still doing meal prep. And I'm pretty damn good when it comes to the aroma of the food and knowing what it's going to taste like afterward. The only thing that I really had to dial in was the salt. And you've never complained that I make food that's too salty. I got that pretty good. You you, you need to taste some food, man. You got to
2: taste your food.
0: Yeah, I call bullshit. Yeah. Sorry.
2: A chef that doesn't taste his food. Ed Sullivan hates meatballs, and he ate the meatballs. It's yeah. part of the thing. It's part of the show. I'm not saying you can't
0: get it close, but you yeah. clearly can't win a meatball. You, you, you don't go to, alone.
2: I ate meatballs for four days now so far. So, you don't have to do that, but well, I'm <laughs> still
3: testing to make sure we got it right. Answer me this, then. So while you're making the meatball and everything's raw, do you taste it? No. Okay, so
2: my mom and dad did would do it. They would taste the Thing before cooking. Yep. That's scary, man. I I see them do it, and I go, "Uh, why are you doing that? Raw raw hamburger. raw egg and oh raw god. hamburger? Yes,
0: not good, to, right? Oh my god, that's scary." I used to steal it as a kid. I'd eat the raw hamburger. You'd
3: do it. My father and mother both yep. did it.
0: I'd scary. It yeah, it's
3: silly. You can't taste the meatball while you're cooking it. The only way to make a meatball is to get the aroma that you're after. It's the only way. You came in clearly. It's last, not. You didn't with win, with exception of the. <laughs> The frozen one in the, in the thing.
2: You, it's not a thing. You, you're not good at it. It's, if you won every time and you said, yeah, I win every time, <laughs> shut up. But you don't.
0: But he's not arrogant. No. There this, was is, no this is not arrogant. Nobody, said,
3: nobody sa- ever says that I make a bad meatball. They have Some of our competitors, people have said, that was a bad meatball. No one's ever said I make no. a bad meatball. Except those people. But don't you want to come no in first else. place? You, yeah. you do. Come I don't on. care that much. Come on. So anyway,
2: I like Scott's because uh, I'm doing everything he said to do because uh, the reason why I don't, I haven't been posting stuff on the warehouse and the inventory that's in here is the, the reason of not having insurance on the product. And actually, even my wife said it. Whatever you do, don't put any pictures of the inventory there and call attention to it because somebody's going to break in and steal it and we have no insurance on it. We have insurance now, but um please still don't break in and steal it. That, that would be bad. No, because uh, Dina went into the warehouse to uh, go see it for the first time. and instead of going in the front door, which is what most people do, she's the only person who went through the back door by accident. And she walked in and she said to me, "Oh my God! It was like Disneyland. I just couldn't believe my eyes. I see. So it's an impressive to see. I am impressed also when yeah. I see it, and, I, and it's mine. But wow, it's really something to see, and it's pretty cool. But I don't want to get broken into at the same time. Yeah, so, no. So that, that's the holdup of it. And I'm, I'm, I, uh, even the stores, I. Uh, I think we did a good job of what the stores look like and, and put it on there. So possible. Yeah. Um, but the Star Reviews getting together is an interesting thing. That Listen, they're doing something, helping us out, and we should get together with them somehow, even if it's virtually, of at least once a year or something yeah. and, and do something for them or whatever. Send them a
3: special cigar that we're going to
2: smoke on yes. Clubhouse. That's yeah. actually a great idea. That's great. So that's Scott. That's why I pick. That's who you pick? That's who I pick. It's a done deal. It's irrelevant. It's, it's irrelevant. okay. You
0: can say it. I know yeah. you went to look at me and go, it doesn't matter what you think. And you're does, like, I don't want doesn't... to tell her that. Yeah. yeah no, That's but... fine. All
2: right. So now I'm on the uh, merges. I have um, six merges to get to. I'll do that quickly. My father and Tatuahe merge. I've been saying that for years. Um, they, they are paying two sets of uh, salespeople. They're paying two sets of every single thing that goes on. There's no need. Well, you're going to try for... to get Edgar fired. But they should merge, and he'll be the the rep for both because he's been there the longest. so he gets both. all right. Um, Ferry Otego and SaG. this is Casada Sagas that um, they're making most of their stuff through through there, and he certainly um, helped sag out and they sure. help him out. But and- doesn't
3: it make sense that Davidoff scoops them up since they're doing the distribution? Davidoff's being bought out. So I understand not that, buy before they-, Be- if they... Before, and then
2: if there was a value that they could get a-, a better multiple, then they would do such a thing. Apparently not, because they haven't. So I say that merge happens. Uh, Ashton and Holtz, uh, which is one and the same, and a Toro Fuente, who has a piece of the action, just fo- they all form together and say, okay, let's just make this one thing. And they put that together, which is which is bad for JC Newman, but it makes sense to uh, that to happen. There's been talks of that for years and years. That end up happening. It's that handshake that um, keeps everything together. Keeps everything together. <laughs> so uh, uh, here's an odd one: Roma Craft and Dunbarton Tobacco Trust.
3: We've had that one on before. It it totally makes sense.
2: There's his own factory with there. They merge together. They bang out. They get hotter than
3: hell. So, Mike Rosales aside, because I believe that Mike Rosales would get along with everybody famously, and I, but I think that Skip and Steve would clash. They would clash. But they clash with everybody. Both of them do. In a big way. A big way. And I like both of them. They got to just have rules that you're in charge of production, I'm in charge of sales. Which one of them is going to be in charge? No, Rosales handles the sales, doesn't he? Yep. And the U.S. side, which I think would they be, both would be. It would be great so for Steve to have somebody like Rosales right there to be able to to manage that part. I just I don't see the other two getting along in the factory, and that's where Steve's going to want to be. He can't because there is a factory guy, <laughs> but he he does his other stuff better. He wasn't a factory
2: guy for Drew Estates. That was Nick Malillo. He wasn't the factory guy. You got to go your core competence. I don't say he's bad at what he does, but there's got to be a factory guy. Whatever. Adventura and Caldwell. Adventura's making a lot of stuff for Caldwell. I was in Dominican. I saw them both together. He's got it. That
3: one, you'd see them together if they're making a lot of his stuff. Yeah. He's got to be down there trying.
2: Yeah. Something's going on. and uh, <laughs> La Polina
3: and Christoph. What do you think of that? Interesting. It's interesting. So
2: that is it. That wraps up uh, my mergers and acquisition. Right now, it's time for this classic day in classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars.
5: It's time for this day in classic history, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under $4 for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. All right, Ed Sullivan, our champion,
2: is not here, but we're just going to have ladies before gentlemen. Chrissy, this is closest without going over. You just tell me the date, right? Remember how this goes? Yeah, this one I remember. All right, this is for you. This is set up for you. Switzerland opens the world's first commercial cheese factory. Today, you were in the cheese business. Yeah. You were in the cheese business. <laughs> the, the first ever commercial cheese factory opened today was in Switzerland. What year was that? Let me go.
0: 1940. 1940. 1624.
2: 1624. We'll get it. It's eighteen fifteen. Without going over. Yeah, of course.
3: Yep. Of course. I
0: get
2: it. Mr. Jonathan gets the point. Over to Mrs. Jonathan. Just say
3: oh, 01 from now on.
2: Uh, this is four questions, by the way. No tiebreakers. All right. The day the music died. American rock and roll singer Buddy Holly was killed in a plane crash at the age of twenty-two. Also on board was musicians Richie Valens and the Big Barber. It happened today. What year was that? Nineteen fifty. 1950s says. Fifty-two. For the point, fifty-nine. We got a tie. Two to two. Over one to, to one. Chrissy. One to one. Um, Chrissy, the first American steel ship. Dirigo D-I-R-I-G-O. Drago D-I-R-I-G-O, Yeah, whatever. Was launched in Bath, Maine today. The first steel ship ever. It was launched today in Bath, Maine, not far from here.
0: What year was that? I almost said the year. (laughs) (laughs) What year is it? Tell me, Dave. Uh, 1804. 1804.
2: 1801. Chrissy gets that point, 1894. Okay, Mr. Jonathan, (laughs) you got to get this for a tie. You you, uh, miss it, you lose. The first weather satellite, ESSA number one was launched into orbit on Cape Canaveral, Florida today. The first weather satellite launched today in Florida. What year was 1952. 52.
0: 1955.
2: 66, she gets the point. Three to nothing. You held the title for uh, Ed Sullivan. Beautiful, beautiful. That's it. You heard all the, uh, all the predictions that happened this year. We're going to see what happens. I have a list of them. I'll go through them as they happen. And I can say, And it, plus it's, it's on tape. So people can go back and say, you really did say, I never heard of that India Tobacco Company and who was this? Um, From India. D'Adams company and all these crazy things you never heard of. But uh, I say uh, something happens. I had yours, Jonathan. You had mine. You had yours. So, and you have not, no others. No others. No others. So that is it. Chrissy, thanks for doing this. No
0: problem. Thanks and for having we'll me. We'll see you
2: Tuesday on the Ashholes without Ed Sullivan. Yeah. 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 And um, we'll we got a good well, you show. You'll see
0: me. You'll hear me. But you'll see Agnes.
2: You'll see Agnes. She's coming on uh, representing United Cigars. We'll bring her on for the first time. She's nervous about it. She's here somewhere, Well, she was here anyway. Next week, behind the leaf cigar projects that went wrong with all of the nouveau from united cigar he's going to come on he's got a project all done you have it in the care package he'll tell you what the hell happened with that and some other mistakes that happened along the way uh and that is it until then you've been listening to the cigar authority on the united
3: podcast network and you may have learned something today which makes you the cigar authority